Live from NPR News, I'm Nora Rahm. Negotiations on a bipartisan infrastructure package will continue next week. NPR's Kelsey Snell reports President Biden and West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito agreed to speak again Monday after several discussions this week, including a phone conversation this afternoon. Biden and Capitol are working to bridge a nearly $1 trillion gap between their two visions for the future of infrastructure investment in the country. Republicans are proposing just over $250 billion in new spending as part of a $928 billion plan. Biden has proposed $1.7 trillion plan, most of which is new spending. Biden offered earlier this week to back away from plans to increase the top corporate tax rate to help pay for the spending. Instead, he suggested a 15 percent minimum tax on corporations. Republicans want to pay for any new spending by repurposing funds Congress already approved to address the COVID-19 pandemic. Kelsey Snell, NPR News, Washington. President Biden is applauding the nation's latest jobs performance during the coronavirus pandemic, even though gains for the month of May were a bit weaker than expected. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports employers added 559,000 jobs, with the unemployment rate falling to 5.8 percent. President Biden says the steady growth in jobs and the decline in unemployment are evidence that his coronavirus relief plan is working to pull the economy out of the pandemic. This is the first time the unemployment rate has dipped below 6 percent in more than a year. Biden also gave credit to the American people who have worn masks and gotten vaccinated for COVID-19. NPR's Windsor Johnston reporting. Facebook is getting blowback after announcing that former President Donald Trump's suspension will be in effect for two years at least. NPR's Shannon Bond reports. Facebook says it's giving Donald Trump the maximum penalty under its new rules for how it treats politicians and other public figures in times of civil unrest and violence. And it won't let him back on Facebook and Instagram unless, quote, the risk to public safety has receded. Trump said in a statement the decision is an insult to the people who voted for him and accused the company of censorship. Civil rights and tech watchdog groups are also unhappy about the two-year suspension for different reasons. They say Facebook should ban Trump permanently, as Twitter has done, for using the platform to undermine democracy. Facebook is among NPR's financial supporters. Shannon Bond, NPR News. The top White House lawyer in the Trump administration testified on Capitol Hill today. Don McGahn was a witness before the House Judiciary Committee in its investigation into Russia's role in the 2016 presidential election. The session was closed to the public, but congressional Democrats said that he shed new light on the investigation. This is NPR News. A plane on a flight from Los Angeles to Nashville had to land in Albuquerque, New Mexico today when a passenger tried to break into the cockpit. Crew members and other passengers subdued the as-yet-unidentified passenger, and the plane resumed its trip. No one was injured. Scientists have confirmed that Arctic sea ice is thinning rapidly, more rapidly than previously thought. NPR's Rebecca Hersher reports. The ice on the surface of the Arctic Ocean gets thinner in the summer and thicker in the winter. As the Earth heats up, open water has appeared in places that used to be frozen, and the remaining ice has gotten thinner. Scientists use radar to estimate that thickness, but they have to make assumptions about how much snow is sitting on top of the ice. As the amount of snow has decreased, scientists have had to adjust their assumptions. 
A new study published in the journal The Cryosphere uses a more accurate estimate of snow cover and finds that ice thickness is decreasing extremely rapidly. It's confirmation of what people who live in the Arctic have observed firsthand. Global warming is causing an acceleration of ice loss. Rebecca Hersher, NPR News. Today marked the 32nd anniversary of the deadly crackdown on protesters in China's Tiananmen Square. In past years, tens of thousands of demonstrators would turn out in Victoria Park in Hong Kong to remember the day. This year, China banned such gatherings, but hundreds of people gathered nearby. Chinese authorities have never given a full accounting of the violence. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News.